Welcome, everyone, to the Fantasy Doctors podcast for week 11 of the NFL. This is Dr. Jesse Morse, and normally I'm here with uh, my partner in crime, Dr. Salim Parikh, but he's uh, unavailable this week. So I have a special guest. I'll let him introduce himself here. Um, Sports fans, Dr. F. Scott Field here, physical therapist. I'm uh, also the co-host of the Fantasy Doctors NBA podcast. Uh, So, yeah, Jesse, thanks for having me, man. It's an absolute pleasure to be on with you today. Well, thank you for joining us. We uh, we have a bunch to talk about. We had a busy week last week, Uh, tons of injuries uh, that affected the game and tons of injuries uh, uh, to players, big name, uh, high-profile players that ended up not doing too well. I'm going to do a quick recap of those injuries from week 10. As we know, Jameis Winston was out. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick was awful, um, didn't really do anything. So hopefully Jameis, and we'll talk about him in a little bit, can be back sooner than later. Uh, Julio Jones, uh, disappointed, really only went for about 57 yards and no touchdowns. Um, but he does have a good matchup this week. So he look for him to bounce back, and he's a week healthier. He's kind of been in and out of injuries all year. Uh, Des Bryant had a disappointing week as well, uh, a little bit predictable, uh, despite, uh, you know, Dak really wasn't just able to stay upright. So uh, he wasn't able to get open. He he only went three of seven for 37 yards and and no touchdowns. So hopefully he can bounce back this week. Uh, Terrence Williams uh, banged up a little bit, but he was said he was good to go. Only went one of four for nine yards. but uh, again, I think that had more to do with Dak's um, poor protection and getting sacked every two seconds, it seemed, as opposed to uh, the, the uh, poor uh, play of those two wide receivers. Yeah, I uh, think we're going to probably have to bounce back this week, Jesse, because you've got Zeke on suspension. He's finally yeah. – and it's going to be uh... – you know, feast or famine for those receivers, I think, finally. Yeah, and, and, and this is not a good matchup for them uh, running back-wise. Morris um, d- didn't uh, – he looked pretty good, but he they just – it wasn't a good game script for him. I think Rod Smith will actually be a better play this week, uh, maybe a sleeper GPP. Uh, Paul Richardson last week of the Seahawks was on a snap count uh, due to that groin injury, which is always concerning for those wide receivers. I went one for 43, so mediocre, pretty decent, but – uh, I think he already played about half the snaps, if that. Um, Charles Clay came back from that hand injury or the knee injury that uh, was on the IR for a while. He did uh, mediocre, two for 13, but it was a bad matchup. He has a better matchup this week. Jamison Crowder uh, had a uh, monster uh, target share with 11. Uh, he went four for 76, and I think he'll be the number one wide receiver going forward with prior kind of fading away. We'll briefly talk about uh, read a little bit later. Uh, Michael Thomas uh, was briefly on the injury report last week with an angle injury for the Saints. He uh, had a fantastic week, 9 of 10 for 117 yards, despite uh, Breeze really not throwing as much and the running backs just going bananas. Um, FDX has uh, Thomas as the number six wide receiver this week. Uh, DeMarco Murray, despite not looking very good, actually um, hampered by that knee injury, did have a monster game with three touchdowns. So, um, and he's, uh, sounds like he's good to go for tomorrow night's game. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders always kind of kills my Patriots, it seems, and he uh, ended up coming back and playing quite well. That ankle injury, six for 137. Um, and then CJ Anderson was banged up last week. Um, he did okay, uh, despite that ankle injury. Uh, 10 for 54, uh, but limited upside uh, just because they, they don't 
really looked that good, especially with Brock under center. All right, let's get started for week 11 injuries here at the Fantasy Doctors. Um, uh, Jameis Winston, as we know, uh, still banged up. He has that AC joint sprain and, and, and sounds like a ro- rotator cuff irritation. They're playing the Dolphins this week. Um, what are your thoughts on him this week? You know, I would have had him back already, but, uh, you know, it it just seems like with an AC joint sprain, you're going to have very little things that you can do to rehab it, right? There's no muscles that attach to that, that, that joint. So it's basically just, can you play through the pain or not? Um, you know, and it sounds like they've already injected it a couple of times. So yeah, a coin toss, I think. I actually work with the team doc of the Bucks, uh, but we don't talk about his players when I'm working with him. Um, and I, he, I know him. He, he, he's, he, he's a smart guy. He won't go too crazy, and he, he does the appropriate uh, stuff for his players. I'm assuming he's got one round of uh, corticosteroid dropped in that uh, shoulder. Um, whether or not it was ultrasound guided is irrelevant, but uh, unfortunately it didn't really help because he's still banged up. Um, I don't really like Winston or uh, Winston. I don't think we'll play this week. I think Fitz is back um, and Fitz didn't do anything last week. Uh, basically 17 for 34, 187, a touchdown and a pick on a weird low scoring game. Um, uh, I think that uh, he will struggle again this week, uh, even though it's the Dolphins uh, who looked awful the other night on defense. Um, would you consider playing him in, 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 a, in a, a GPP or a, a tournament? No, no chance. I'm I'm shying away from that Bucks situation. Either way you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's talk about Marcus Mariota. Now he's got that left uh, shoulder non-throwing shoulder injury and a mild ankle sprain. Um, sounds like he's good to go for tomorrow night. Um, he's kind of been banged up throughout the year. I, I think he had a hamstring earlier this year. How do you think he'll do tomorrow? I think he'll be just fine, man. It's short rest, and a lot of the players have been complaining about the short rest having a Thursday game. But you know, Mariota's a—he's a pretty nimble guy. He's been—you know—the the biggest thing with him is he's a runner, right? You can, you got to let him run. You got to let him run free. And I—he he, like you said—he's been banged up all season. But I really think that he's going to be just fine tomorrow. I—I I, I don't think there's going to be any issue with him. I'd, I'd give him a full start no matter what. Yeah, I mean, FDX our, our fantasy analytics department which takes a tons a bunch of variables into consideration uh health of the player injuries in the past how they're doing where they're where they are in terms of their practice uh defensive variables offensive depth chart a whole myriad of of things uh likes him as a good rating of 46.44 with a projection of 13 points uh number 17 a quarterback this week as of the last time i checked and it will fluctuate and change throughout the week uh remember uh, Pittsburgh lost uh, Hayden, their cornerback, uh, this week with that uh, fibula fracture. Um, so he actually, Mariota may be a good start tomorrow night. This is taped on Wednesday. Uh, so I, I would definitely start him. And as you saw with Cam, you should be able to let them run if that's what they're good doing. And then you can kind of get them back to where they feel comfortable. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right, let's move on to uh, the exciting Drew Stanton. Um, reportedly a sprained knee uh, last week uh, when they were playing, I believe it was Thursday night for the uh, the Seahawks. Um, they're playing the Texans this week. And it sounds like um, coach said that uh, Blaine Gabbert's actually going to start. Uh, what are your thoughts on, on Gabbert versus the Texans this week? 
Yeah, that's another one. Just like uh, the Bucks situation, I'm staying away from that Cardinals quarterback situation no matter what. There's there's no quarterback in Arizona right now that I like. Uh, I, I'd even look at Barkley before I looked uh, down at any of those quarterbacks there right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, I think um, I think uh, Gabbard has a better chance to do something than than Stanton, but uh, I don't really. I'm not really excited. Uh, unfortunately, you're facing Tom Savage, so you don't really have to do much. And the Texans defense has given up monster games recently, um, so there's a good chance um, Gabbard surprises, assuming he stays healthy and uh, doesn't pick throw the ball to the other opponent a bunch of times. Um, I think he'll be maybe a GPP flyer, but I, I definitely wouldn't start him in season long unless you're in a two QB crazy deep league. Uh, Jacoby Brissett, I'll mention briefly. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, if, if you were in a two QB league and you were desperate, then, then maybe. Yeah, that, that's pretty deep. Hopefully you're, you have better options than that. Uh, Jacoby Brissett's on a bye this week. He's got, he's in the concussion protocol. Uh, we won't know if he's back. I will mention briefly that about, uh, 70 to 80% of concussions, um, the symptoms resolve within about seven to 10 days on average, especially for sports injuries, as opposed to something like a, like a motor vehicle accident. Um, so if he's not able to go, we'll probably know by next Friday, um, depending, I don't know what their schedule looks like next week with Thanksgiving. Um, uh, we'll touch on them next week too. Uh, Scott Tolzien, all oh, exciting. Scott Tolzien, uh, maybe starting for the Colts next week, but we'll see. All right, uh, moving on to Philip Rivers, who popped up with a, uh, a concussion of his own, and reportedly from Rivers, uh, this is his first of his career, which is either amazing to me or he's lying, one of the two, or he doesn't know what a concussion is, symptom-wise is. So um, what are your thoughts on his ability to play this week? Uh, you know, I think it's going to be pretty good given that it's his quote-unquote first concussion. Um, you know, I... I like you said, I, I kind of find it hard to believe that a, a guy who's been playing football as long as he has has never had a concussion. But it also could be the very fact that he didn't know what a concussion was and what the symptoms were. Because he went back in and played that game and then came back out and didn't really report anything until after the game. So, you know, that's one to kind of keep an eye on. But I definitely think that he'll he'll be able to play, if, especially if it is his first real issue with concussions, noticing symptoms and stuff like that. Oh yeah, I mean uh, the the good thing is that it's a regular week for him. It's not a short week, uh, but typically the 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 return to play protocol is five days, where the first you really can't start practicing or increasing your heart rate until you are completely asymptomatic. No headaches, no dizziness, no fatigue, uh, no blurry vision, no. Uh, getting nauseous when you turn your head. Anybody who's ever had a concussion will know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, all of those symptoms need to be uh, so have subsided before you can start um, the con- uh, the concussion protocol, which day one is usually increasing that heart rate to see if you can regenerate any of those symptoms or if you're feeling okay. If you do okay, then you continue to progress, kind of do a little more of a workup, a workout, uh, and then you move on to even uh, more of a football-specific workout. So we'll see if he's able to play. We'll kind of know by Friday. Um, uh, if, if not, Callan Clemens is your uh, is your quarterback for the Chargers. Um, and they're playing the Bills, who, as we know, uh, mentioned earlier today, are benching Tyrod for Peterman. It's a little fascinating. Um, 
this could be a Melvin Gordon game or maybe an Eckler game um, if uh, if he can't go. Okay, let's move on to uh, quickly to uh, Brett Hundley, uh, the quarterback for taking over for Aaron Rodgers in, in Green Bay. He's got a hamstring strain. Sounds like either a grade one. I'd be very surprised if it was more than that since he basically didn't even miss a snap. What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, you know, grade one or grade two strain or sprain, it again, it comes down to can the players stay, deal with the pain. I mean, on a grade one, you don't have much muscle damage. You know, you're able to plant and cut. You're able to take off uh, running if you need to. So I, I don't see any problem with Brett Hundley moving forward. I think that, that you know, hamstring's going to be just fine. They're going to get him treatment all week, and he'll he'll be ready to go. Yeah, I agree. I think he'll be, quote-unquote, fine. I mean, he won't be able to run sprints or anything like that, but I think he'll be enough to be able to stay in the pocket and scramble if he has to. He did decent last week, not special. I mean, 18 for 25, 212, and a touchdown. Uh, he's basically a, a QB2 at best, um, but mobility may be his issue this week. Uh, if not, Joe Callahan. Uh, we're really digging deep here. Um, he has a tendency we've noticed Hunley has a tendency to target Adams as Jordy kind of fell out of favor. Um, and they'll obviously be without Jones, which I will mention in a minute. So this uh, may be timeout as well. So we'll see. Um, I really wouldn't focus on starting him. Uh, FDX doesn't like him at a 32 and a half with about a 10 point projection number 23 this week. So uh, they're facing the Ravens. Uh, I don't really, I don't really think anything of them. Uh, the GB quarterback situation in Green Bay until Aaron Rodgers is back, and he was spotted on the sideline earlier today getting snaps. Uh, so he may um, be able to come back week 15. All right, so tell me, what are your thoughts on this Andrew Luck going to Europe thing? Yeah, I mean, it's not uncommon, really, when you look at it. Uh, if you remember a couple of years back, uh, Peyton Manning did it, right? Um, and it all comes down to the uh, FDA's regulations on stem cells, right, and what we can and can't do with them. Yep. Um, you know, I heck, if I'm out for the season and I'm done, I got nothing better to do. I might as well give it a try and see if it'll help me regenerate uh, quicker and, and, you know, help me heal a little bit quicker for sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, so the issue in America is that uh, from in medicine wise is that you can remove stem cells, which are usually removed from the hip. Uh, you spin it down, isolate them, and then you inject them back into the site of uh, issue. So for a lock would be a shoulder. Now, the issue in America is that you cannot alter or adapt those cells at all. So whatever type of cells they're going to be, that's what they're going to be. Where in Europe, whereas in Europe, um, you can actually change them and make them be specific cells. So you can make them be specific cartilage cells. You can make them be specific muscle cells. So that may help to uh, improve and speed up healing. So um, while we don't know exactly why he's there, I mean, he could be there for Regina kind, which is kind of a similar PRP, but they use a little heating up locket. Tyler Lockett did earlier this year. He could be there for that, but we don't know until we hear more. But my suspicion is I'll end up under, under going under the knife again to get an evaluation just to see what's going on um, and, and kind of go from there. Okay, uh, David Johnson, remember him? The the guy most of us drafted in as the first pick. I know I did in one of my leagues, and it burned me. Um, so he's out of his cast. He's rehabbing. What are your thoughts on his ability to return in the next couple of weeks? 
Ah, man, this is a tough one because, you know, with the bone break, the bottom line is the bone has to heal, right? And everybody kind of heals at a different pace. But these higher level athletes, for the most part, can heal a little bit quicker. You know, they're in great shape. So there's no slow slowing down. If you remember when Adrian Peterson had his uh, ACL reconstruction, he was back in like record time. It was insane. Um, not everybody is Adrian Peterson. They don't all heal like Wolverine. But, um, you know, with David Johnson, things are looking promising. Um out of the cast, he's feeling good. You know, I would say we will see him before the end of the season. Um, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I, the next two weeks are going to be kind of a telltale sign to see how he does. Uh, a lot of it's going to come down to being able to generate enough strength to put pressure on the ball to make sure that it's not, you know, rolling around and getting loose there. Yeah, all the last thing he needs is to go back out, take a big hit, suffer more ligament damage in his hand, cause a bunch of fumbles because he can't hold on to it. Uh, and they're going to be targeting it. You know they will. Uh, so it remains to be seen. If he's on the wire and you have a spot on your bench, go pick him up. Uh, worst thing that happens, he takes up a bench. Best thing that happens, you get arguably a top three running back for the rest of the year back uh, for basically nothing. Um, all right, moving on. Devonta Freeman, this poor guy, can't seem to get healthy. Uh, I feel like he, we've talked about him for the past three or four weeks. Um, this week, um, I think he played like, I don't know, a couple minutes or something. I think he got 0.3 points for me in, in one of my leagues because he was out, out, left with a concussion, his second one of the year. And he's also got those shoulder and knee injuries. Um, so this is uh, the uh, this is uh, unfortunate. My suspicion is that he will likely miss um, a ton of time, uh, probably one to three weeks at minimum because subsequent concussions usually take longer to heal and, and, and the symptoms have a tendency to linger a little bit longer. What are your thoughts on, um, on his backup, Tevin Coleman this week? Yeah. You know, I, I like Coleman because, you know, like you said, after your second concussion, third concussion of the season at, at that point, you know, you just keep re-injuring brain tissue, you know, and that, that that's not going to bode well for, for anything, for balance, for proprioception, for ability to feel, you know, what's going on around you uh, and just your awareness and stuff like that. So that's going to take some real time. You know, I think Coleman, he's going to be all right. I think, we're, you know, it's going to be a really good fill-in for him. Yeah, he. I was reading some stats the other day. I think it was from Graham Barfield on Twitter um, that every time uh, Freeman's been out and Coleman's been the number one back, he's got like a impressive uh, target share, like sixty something uh, uh, share percent for uh, for the RB situation. Um, and he's a great combination of running and uh, catching out of the backfield. So um, they're playing Monday night versus Seattle. Um, and I would be astonished if Freeman was back. I think Tevin Coleman will be uh, the number one back, and he'll be a great um, potential uh, steal this week if you're playing that Thursday, uh, Monday slate, or, or one of the longer slates. Um, did you have a chance to see this Aaron Jones knee injury? Yeah. Uh, yeah, i got to be honest. It was gruesome, man. I, <laughs> now I, th- th- this year in particular has been one of the wildest years for injuries in the NFL that I can recall. I mean, I, I, you know, I've been following the NFL my whole life, but uh, I just gruesome injury after gruesome injury. And it, this was one of them. This is one of the few that the, you just, you got to turn away from the screen if you're queasy in the stomach. Yeah. It sounds like uh, he actually got lucky and he only 
suffered an MCL sprain. At least that's what they reported. Um, my suspicion is it's a, at least a grade two, um, which means there's definitely some damage there, but it, it doesn't likely require surgery. The MCL is the, the ligament that, that goes vertical on the inside of your knee, uh, kind of preventing it from slipping too much inward. Um, and he's definitely out this week, probably next week, uh, likely a three to six week return to play. Uh, in my opinion, he's droppable um, for for fantasy leagues because uh, by the time he's back, either you're going to be deep in the playoffs um, or he's going to have to fight uh, with Tymont and maybe Williams to get back on the depth chart. Um, let's talk briefly about uh, Ty Montgomery and he re-injured his ribs, whether it was the same ones or different ones. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, he just came back way too early. I mean, that's the bottom line on this. Man, you got broken ribs. Again, it's one of those those joints there. There's no muscle attachments. There's the intercostal muscles, right, which go from rib to rib. But other than that, there's no muscle groups attaching there. So you can't do any strengthening to help, you know, boost them up. They literally just have to heal. The bone in the rib has to heal. And I think he just tried to rush it and he got back too quick. Somebody gave him a good knock and he's right back out again. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, unfortunately, I mean, he may be able to go this week, but he's at risk for re-injuring. I would personally not start him unless it's just a flyer on a, a, a Millie maker, they call it, you know. Um, personally, sounds like Jamal Williams, who I picked up in a couple leagues, but I'm not super high on. But at this point, the waiver wire is pretty thin. Um, and Devontae Mays are next up. I wouldn't personally pick, uh, you know, start either unless you're really desperate. Um, but, uh, if, if Montgomery does go, he, uh, does have potential to have some damage versus the Ravens, uh, simply because, Hundley's not able to run and uh, Jones isn't there to, to bite in uh, to his timeshare. So uh, we'll see. I, I personally don't think he'll go, but if he does, I would not be surprised if he took a shot and, and left early again. All right. Uh, briefly mentioned that Rob Kelly went to IR for the, um, the Redskins with a high ankle and MCL sprain. Um, uh, he's basically droppable at this point and maybe dynasty leagues, it probably still is droppable. Uh, Chris Thompson and Samaje Perrine will be taken over. Uh, Thompson has a very nice matchup this week versus the Saints, who are 28th uh, versus uh, the Rush uh, in DVOA. Um, they've, uh, the Saints have given up the second most receptions to running backs, which is definitely Thompson's category and area of uh, specialty, and it's sixth most recording, uh, sorry, uh, reception yards to running backs. Uh, they do, uh, our FDX score does like Thompson this week. He's projected as the number 13 running back, and he's been pretty good this year. Definitely exceeded expectations with a uh, projection of 14 points. Now, uh, Alan Hearns uh, of the Jacksonville Jaguars banged up uh, ankle injury, already ruled out this week. Um, What else do you know about this injury? Yeah, you know, I I thought he was going to come back pretty strong. I thought everything was uh, looking pretty good. And then uh, from what I gather, he was seen leaving the um, stadium on crutches. Uh, and in a walking boot. Anytime I see that, I generally tend to think high ankle sprain, which yep. is going to be a little bit longer to recover and heal. Um, you know, again, I haven't heard much detail on it, but that's just when I see walking yeah. boot and crutches, that's the first thing I think is high ankle sprain. Yeah. And, and, and remember, for those listeners who remember earlier this year with Odell Beckham, he had a high ankle sprain, 
came back a little early, didn't really do anything, banged up, and then whether that led to his eventual fracture uh, remains to be seen. But uh, either way, you do not rush these injuries. A lot of pain, inability to cut, give it time to heal. Jaguars have the potential to make the playoffs. You don't burn this bridge by trying to get them back. Sounds like D.D. Westbrook will be activated finally from that core surgery earlier this year. Uh, and then Lee is banged up also with a, I believe it's a knee. Yeah, he, he's um, been banged up all year. I, I don't expect him to be out or have any problems. Yeah, I think he actually gets a good matchup versus the Browns this week. Yeah. Um, uh, FTX likes him in a 78.2, about 10 points. So um, he may be a good potential. And Bortles actually is a decent streamer this week as well versus that putrid Browns defense as far as, uh, passing their half-decent against the run. Uh, let's briefly talk about Will Fuller and his rib injury. Uh, sounds like um, he took a shot. I didn't get to see it. Um, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, he's, he, uh, you know, again, when it comes to fractured ribs, you're looking at two to four weeks just for them to heal. So uh, it would not surprise me if we don't see Will Fuller for the rest of the year at this point, especially receivers and running backs. They're going to take a lot of hits to the core. And if you come back too early, you know, that you've seen what happens. You just you, you risk it uh, getting hurt again. So I just don't yeah. think that we're going to see Will Fuller possibly for the end of the regular season. But, you know, just depends on the healing process of those rib bones. Yeah, this kid, um, uh, this team just completely plummeted after Watson went down with that ACL. I mean, yeah. um, Savage is just garbage. I mean, he's awful. Uh, Bruce Ellington's a, a sneaky play this week. It sounds like they're going to try to get him more targets. I believe CJ Fedorowicz, the the right, um, tight end, is back from concussion and IR. Um, it sounds like Patrick Peterson will probably shadow DeAndre Hopkins. So despite his monster target share and crazy amount of targets, I think he has averages like 15 to 20 targets a game. I don't expect um, them really to be able to do anything. I think uh, Arizona will probably win this game and uh, Savage will probably be picked off a couple times. Uh, but uh, whether or not Fuller's out for the rest of the year, he's probably out for the next couple weeks at the minimum. And his stock has dropped significantly since Watson um, is uh, is done and, and Savage doesn't really look for him as much. Uh, Zach Ertz, that surprise um, inactivation right before the game last Sunday, not perhaps not the Sunday before, that kind of left everybody scrambling, uh, sliding in Trey Burton. Uh, sounds like he's good to go. Um, he, he did practice, I believe, today. Um, what are your thoughts on his uh, potential this week versus – the, uh, the Cowboys in Sunday night football? You know, I think it's going to be a, a pretty tough sell because, you know, any division game like that, the, the Cowboys and the Eagles hate each other, right? So they're going to be banging each other up. But, uh, oh, yeah. you know, the tight ends are always pretty big in those games. You know, I know Witten's always come up big and Ertz has come up big. I think he's pretty healthy. I don't think you have to worry about that. The, uh, the injury must have happened right before game time, uh, you know, maybe Friday or Saturday. Before. Thursday, yeah. They announced it late, that late Thursday. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it was just probably a grade one hamstring strain or sprain. Um, yeah. At this point, I think, you know, a week's worth of treatment and rest, you should be fine. So the yeah. health isn't the issue there. It really just comes down to the, you know, the conference and, and, and just beating up on each other. So I th- it's going to be interesting to see. You know, I like uh, Witten over Ertz. Uh, at this point with without Zeke there. So I, I don't know. I'd probably stay away from Ertz. I mean, I'm an NFC East guy with the Giants, but, uh, you know, just can't can't support Ertz in this one, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, I think anytime Ertz is on the field, personally, I have to start him. I mean, I think Kelsey has a better matchup. 
he's uh, in Gronk has a better matchup, but I think Ertz is definitely in the top five. Um, whether or not this hamstring uh, limits him, I, I mean, at this point, I cannot, um, I, I, I can't uh, discount what Wentz is doing. So he's going to look for Ertz. I start him if I have him in season long, and maybe in uh, daily fantasy, I would uh, be a little uh, pessimistic, but I would still probably. Uh, I haven't seen his price this week, but I would definitely probably still start him. Uh, Jordan Reed, this guy is like a, made out of glass. Yeah, um, for sure. Missed another uh, practice today. Missed his second game this week, uh, the, the past two weeks with um, a hamstring. It seems like the guy's never healthy. I, I, I'm I'm pessimistic on him this week. What are your thoughts on him this week? For I'm, I'm done with Jordan Reed. I'm I'm I'm, I'm cashed out. That's it. I don't want to even talk about him. I he yeah he like you said he's he's bound to get hurt. I mean the good thing is you know they've got some pretty good tight ends to fill in behind him. So they yeah. guys are going to be. I think you shy away from him. Yeah, I, if anybody drafted him this year, why? Yeah. Never again. You know, do not draft list next year. Jordan Reed. For Top sure. List. Yeah, I mean, I don't care if he's in the 17th round. He's going to be injured. Yep. Uh, last guy we'll talk about for the regular um, stuff is Delaney Walker, uh, both ankle and wrist. He had a decent game this week. Um, he has, this is his third straight game with 60 yards, but the issue is he's not getting touchdowns. Um, new wrist injury, old ankle injury. Sounds like he's good to go, though. What are your thoughts on him this week? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's you're looking at two separate injuries, like you said, one ankle, one wrist. I don't think either one of them is going to affect his ability to play and pull in a catch or two here or there. Um, again, it's just a touchdown issue. You know, I think uh, he'll get a couple of receptions here and there, and the yardage will just depend on, on what he can run. But I think the amount he's going to run after catch is going to be limited by the, uh, the ankle injury a little bit. Um, you know, so I don't think you're seeing him bust any loose for touchdowns at the end of the day. It's probably not worth it. Yeah. I mean, FTX likes him at 91, uh, projecting a little over 11 points, which is the number nine tight end. Um, I think, uh, that's a realistic, um, projection. Uh, he seems to be pretty reliable. Um, I expect him to probably go for about 60 yards, whether or not he gets in the end zone is anybody's guess, whether it's going to be Murray, whether it's going to be Mariota running, whether it's going to be uh, a random Decker or Richard Matthews. Uh, there's so many different guys that are Corey Davis. I mean, there's so many different guys that get the ball there that it's hard to, to depend on him to get a, a touchdown. Uh, I'm going to briefly go through some, some quick injury news and notes. Um, uh, uh, less uh, important, but we won't kind of uh, discuss them, just kind of spit on them briefly. Uh, wide receiver Carolina for uh, Curtis Samuel placed on IR with a severe ankle injury. Sounds like he tore his deltoid ligament, which is on the inside aspect of your ankle, which is very hard to tear because it's super strong. It's the strongest ankle uh, or ligament of that ankle area. So uh, unfortunately, he's done for the year. He's probably going to require surgery. He'll be done for three months, which is going to kind of put some pressure on Cam. That was his new toy, uh, but they do have Greg Olson coming back, so that's good news. Uh, new England uh, Patriots wide receiver Chris Hogan is still dealing with an AC joint sprain. Sounds like he's going to need another week um, uh, before he's able to return. 
Uh, Zay Jones, uh, Buffalo wide receiver, ankle injury. Not sure if it's a high or a low. Um, initially thought it was a knee, but it's actually an ankle. Um, monitor that injury report to see if he's starting, but you probably won't start him anyway. There's plenty of other options, and now you have Peterman to worry about. Ryan Grant for Washington wide receivers in the concussion protocol remains to be seen uh, if he'll be able to return. Uh, Cleveland wide receiver Corey Coleman is 100% healthy, sounds like, uh, able to return this week from that, uh, I believe he had a hand injury, uh, had surgery on, and he kind of pops back into number one status. Uh, Jets running back Matt Forte, despite being on a bye, has a multi-week knee injury. Not sure if he'll be able to return next week. And then the Baltimore uh, Ravens have a couple different uh, running backs coming back. Uh, Danny Woodhead, who left in week one with a grade three hamstring, which we don't hear about much, um, possibly returning. And then Terrence West left in week five with a calf. Uh, Sounds like he's possibly returning. So that may muddy the waters a little bit with Collins and uh, with Buck Allen. What are your thoughts on uh, the, the Baltimore backfield this week? Yeah, that's another situation. It's where I, I just stay away from it. You know, shy away from that man. There's a running back by committee. It's probably not even worth it anyway. And then you just yeah. don't know the health of any of those guys. So, oh yeah, you know, if you can avoid it at all costs. Oh yeah, um, uh, a couple uh, last guys to mention briefly. Denver's a couple guys banged up. Demarius Thomas was limited today uh, with a knee injury, but uh, he should likely go. Um, Denver uh, tight end AJ Derby didn't practice today with a shoulder injury. He's been kind of emerging on the scene since they got him from the Patriots, but uh, monitor kind of closer to Sunday to see what his status is. Uh, Scott, I want you to um, uh, let us know, let the listeners know what we have in store for him next week as a special guest. Yeah, man, Jesse, thank you so much for having me on the show, man. Like I said, it was a complete honor and a pleasure. Um, Really enjoyed co-hosting with you. And uh, next week, we actually have a special guest, the fantasy football counselor, Joseph Robert, will be on the show. Um, He's going to kind of break down the system that he's been using to absolutely crush it this year uh, in fantasy football. So, um, you know, check him out, fantasy football counselor on Instagram or ffcounselor.com. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to having him on, man. Yes, that'll be awesome. We're going to have a a little earlier show next week because of Thanksgiving and all the games that are on there. So I think we'll probably record on Tuesday and it'll be out Wednesday to get everybody ready for the, the games. Uh, let everybody know where they can reach you uh, uh, on Twitter. Yeah, man, I'm at F Scott feel underscore DPT. That's F Scott F E I L underscore DPT, or you can just head to pteducator.com and that's got all of my social links on there. So thanks Wonderful. again for having me, man. It was a pleasure. No problem. We'll, uh, We'll get to redo this again next week. Um, again, my name is Dr. Jesse Morse. You can reach me at uh, Dr. Jesse Morse uh, on Twitter or drjessemorse.com. Uh, and as always, this is the Fantasy Doctors uh, expert podcast for NFL injuries, uh, where these are sports medicine trained physicians and uh, medical professionals providing the, the best and most accurate timelines. Uh, thanks for listening. Please leave us a review on iTunes, and uh, we'll see you next week.